0: From Global, Global. leading Britain's conversation. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien.
1: And there we are. um, Time for a little more, uh, shall we say, uh, levity, perhaps, than uh, the news diet currently allows. 03456060973 is the number you need if you know how this feature works and you have a question that already has an answer. And um, if you don't know how it works, I suppose I should give you a quick heads-up. You almost certainly have, bubbling away somewhere in the back of your brain, a question which demands an answer, a question which admits a solution. You know that there is an answer. You could possibly find it if you wanted to, or possibly you've tried and failed. Um, Somebody else listening to this programme will know. It could be a very serious question, scientific, based upon all manner of academic achievement, or it could be a... Um, fairly silly inquiry, uh, and and the same is true of the answers. You ask a question, the person who answers it might know the answer because they're a highfalutin academic, or they might just know it because they saw it on telly last week. It's the who, the why, the what, the where, the when, the whither, and even the occasional wherefore. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three is the number you need to ask your question, and once you've asked it, we will get an idea. Uh, we'll get it on. It's going to be quite fun, actually, considering that I'm in Deptford and the switchboard is in the heart of London's fashionable Leicester Square. But we'll see how it unfolds and uh, cross our fingers and no doubt solve a bunch of mysteries before 1 o'clock today. If you want to get involved, the number remains the same. And I only say the number when I've got phone lines free. And I currently do have two phone lines free, lines 8 and 10, if you're interested in the details. Could be yours if you have a brilliant question and you ring in now. 03456060973 um i've got a mystery just glancing at the uh emails and texts and tweets coming into the program why is it always racist people who are so objectionable to the notion that racism exists very strange but anyway we'll solve that another day uh cavan is in chelsea cavan question or answer
2: uh question carry on um what what makes a nut a nut
1: as opposed to a
3: as opposed to anything else I mean, if you look at a cashew and a Brazil nut, they seem to be totally different.
1: What do they entities, have in common? They- this is a great question. I think I might know the answer. What, what, what do they have in common?
4: Yeah,
3: exactly.
1: No, but what do a cashew... and a, you've, you've, have you, I mean, have you ever seen a cashew in the shell? Uh,
3: no. I don't know. Have- I, the only thing they have in common that I've seen is that they all come from <laughs> that nut bag trailer mix thing. Apart from that, I don't really see any commonality.
1: What, so you're looking for the, the... It's a fantastic employment of the word commonality in a conversation about how you identify a nut. But that is what you're looking for. What do nuts have in common?
5: Yeah.
1: In a nutshell? <laughs> do you know who any can? <laughs> <laughs> it's something to do. It's something to do with the because you plant a nut. To you're grow you're a nut. way
0: too
3: proud
1: of that pun, Jim. Well, I know. How can you be way too proud of that pun? In a nutshell, that was poetry in motion. I might go home now. Actually, I, don't, I think we've peaked. I don't. Think it's going to get in a nutshell, <laughs> uh, Cameron. I'll stop. I'll, I'll stop messing around. And I'll get you an answer. And I'll get you a proper answer. It, 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 yes. Um shells will definitely be part of it. I think the answer in a nutshell might be a nutshell. Thank you, Kevin. Oliver is in West Ham. Oliver, question or answer?
5: Question. Carry on, Oliver. How you doing, James? You alright? Can't believe Yeah, pretty to... good. Thank you, mate. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, no, just one I've been thinking about for a couple of weeks. Go um, on. My brother in law is from Sicily, so we drink a lot of coffee together and stuff. But why don't you get coffee as a percentage? Like alcohol is, so you can have like four percent. Beer, you get twelve percent wine, forty percent spirit, but with a coffee, there's no there's no percentage. You can't get ninety percent coffee. You, you know, you you can't a a 90, I ninety. you, can, you, 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 do you, you mean an actual that?
1: number? Because you can tell some coffees are stronger than other coffees, aren't they?
5: Yeah, they do a strength. They do like you can have a, a one or a two, or you, you can have a high strength or a dark and aromatic, intense experience. But I don't know yeah.
1: if that's coffee. I don't know if that's the caffeine content or the flavour.
5: Yeah, exactly. A strong
1: does a strong flavoured coffee because I quite like a coffee that you can stand a spoon up in I like a really strong coffee but that doesn't necessarily mean or it's got Sicilian, more caffeine in it
5: or
1: a Turkish one yeah well oh, the Greek like stuff
5: double, it, uh, even if you have like a double you can have a double espresso or you can have a double Let's say you have a double vodka it's still only 40% vodka even if you have the double yeah
1: I mean, it might be that the numbers are, are so small that the percentage of caffeine is so tiny that it. But I, I, I like this question. You're on. It's on the list. Why, why don't? Why don't? Why Why do we not know how much caffeine there is in a coffee, given that there are so many competing types of coffee? And um, what is the commonality of the nuts family? 03,4560,60973 is the number you need. The time now is twelve sixteen.
0: Mystery Hour on LBC with James O'Brien. Call 0345 6060 973.
1: It is 20 minutes after 12. Mystery Hour is underway. Chiefly nuts and coffee at the moment. Um, what, What makes a nut a nut? And why don't we know how much caffeine there is in a, in a coffee? I like these questions. 0345 Why did you just tell us you like these questions? Because there's no quality control here at all. I'm sitting in Deptford at the Stephen Lawrence Centre. I don't even know who's back in the studio picking calls. But give them my love if you do get through. Joe's in Bath. Joe, question or answer? Uh, it's a question. Carry on, Joe. Right. Um, it's
0: Why don't Cadbury's flakes melt...
1: When I said, there was no quality, I said there was no quality control on the programme today, I wasn't expecting it to be proved in quite such a conclusive fashion quite so quickly. They do melt. I've,
0: tr- I've tried uh, putting it in a sonic bowl over a, a pan of boiling water. Nothing. I've tried the microwave and I've are you,
1: tried... Are you, sure, are you sure that you've got a Cadbury's Flake and not a stick? <laughs> Fairly sure. Um, I, could again. <laughs> well, I, I can't I, accept this question because they do melt. They don't honestly they do it. they don't oh this is awful because normally when I get really cocky with a caller for having a stupid question I end up looking stupid about two calls later but there's on this one there's no way I'm going to end up looking stupid it's made of chocolate chocolate melts it, it, you're not hanging can't... something on me here I'm not, I'm not part of some vile joke some <laughs> vile practical joke that's got a, got a slightly no. p- pornographic punchline no
0: no no if I, can, if, if you, I can tell you a brief backstory, if you like um, is, I was, it, is it
1: suitable for a family audience?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying. I was trying to make uh, rice crispy cakes, um, yes. and the only chocolate that I had in the uh, in the cupboard was uh, a, pack, a
1: four pack of flakes. So grief, what, I, s- what sort of a house do you live in that a four pack of yeah. flakes could rest unmolested in your uh, kitchen yeah, cupboard? It yeah. wouldn't last five seconds in mine. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and so I put I put them all on the uh, on the hob um, above yeah. a pan of boiling water, and whereas any other previous chocolate that i'd used used um would melt within minutes um they stayed exactly the same texture and flakiness basically you know uh, they would fall apart they would fall apart when i rubbed but them. not melt so you'd have
1: shavings melt. you'd have chippings flake chippings yeah. but you would have yeah, no liquid liquefication. no well i i don't know what to say how old were the flakes uh
0: no they were new yeah and i i then um tried the microwave um, yeah. and
1: that didn't work with um, a different flake, or with the chippings from the first failure
2: different,
1: different flake, I was so,
2: definitely I, so
1: I, I, I went and bought some more um, and, and, and nothing doing no no well I'm, i, 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 I mean, 'm taking you in good faith and i 'm genuinely he, flabbergasted I
0: really want to know it's been I, well i 'm going to find you. out
1: for you i've got a mate who 's an ice cream man I saw him on Sunday at the boat race enzo he 's always he 's got flakes coming out of his ears, but i don 't know if he 's ever tried to melt one.
0: Well, that's maybe why they use
1: them. It could be. No, because that's cold. They wouldn't melt in an ice cream, you prune.
0: No, well, no, but obviously in hot weather.
1: They might have something to do with its properties.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, maybe how they make it. You know, Let's find they... out.
1: All right, if, if, you, if, if this ends up in a, in a humiliation or an embarrassment for me, I'm going to bar you from the programme. And I, I, don't, I don't have that many listeners in Bath, but I'm gonna, I don't care. I'll make an exception. Joe, thank you very much indeed. Why don't flakes melt? Hmm... O three four five six zero six zero nine seven three. What makes a nut a nut? O three four five six zero six zero nine seven three. And um, caffeine content in coffee—is that a good idea? And if it is, why doesn't it happen? Time now is twenty-three minutes after twelve. Eddie is in Oldham. Eddie, question or answer?
5: It's a question. Yeah. Wherever you go in the world, it's the Celtic faith, Celtic religion, Celtic people. You go yeah. to Boston, Staler Bridge or Glasgow, and it's Celtic. Why? Yeah. Uh, noun and
1: adjective.
5: I no, well, I have no idea, so I'm going to. Have no, to it is.
1: You're using, it's a noun when you're talking about the Boston Celtics or Celtic Football Club. It's an adjective when you're talking about the Celtic people or the Celtic language.
2: No, I take you
5: it. Okay, thank you for finally explaining it to me. I,
1: I hope that's right. If it isn't, we'll do a, we'll do a, a steward's inquiry. Eddie, I've got a problem. I can't. I'm, I'm in. I'm in Deptford at the Stephen Lawrence Centre, and Axel, my studio producer, is in Leicester Square in London. So I've got no way of signalling to him that I now deserve a round of applause. Can you tell him for me?
2: Well, well, hang on a minute.
1: Oh. I'm sure that, that sounded entirely decent, Eddie. Thank you, mate. That's one of the sweetest things that's ever happened to me on the radio. Um, Eddie, are you OK? Toby's in s- the city. Toby, question or answer?
4: Oh, it's a question, uh, James.
1: Carry on, Toby.
4: Right. I would like to know mm-hmm. why it was decided to put the London postal areas where they are. Uh, because they don't always make sense. I'll give you an example. Oh, um, please. You, you have Whitechapel with E1. Um... The next step east is um, Myland, which is E2. No, I've got, is... I
1: think I've got assistant producers answering the phone today who weren't even born when we started doing Mystery Hour. I, the, 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 we must have done this before.
4: No? Oh, well, she, she thought so. She thought I'd I phoned up about it before, but the last time I called LBC, you were in Goskwe and your number was 3538111. I don't
1: think I was born then. Steve <laughs> Allen had just entered his 78th year on the station at that point it, in proceedings. It, it, but I don't, I, it, it I think I was somebody still in... else. I was still in short trousers. Okay, so th- you're right. There are there are anomalies in the postcode distributions of London, aren't there?
4: That's right, because E4 is way up north, you know, far yeah. north in the, in the capital you can get. Um, yeah. Do but, you know yeah. what? I take all
1: that back. I want to know, even if I've been told before, I've forgotten. I want to know now.
4: Thank you very much,
1: Toby. You take care. Great stuff, and it's nice to have you back on board after a thirty year hiatus. <laughs> Mark is in, <laughs> Mark is in County Durham. Mark, question or answer?
5: Uh, I've got a question, please, James carry on so christmas day that date never changes but why does easter
1: has to be on a sunday
5: but that's it yeah yeah i'm not having that
1: what do you mean you're not having that that's all that's on offer <laughs> but easter sunday how could easter sunday not be on a sunday
5: no, no, not the It's not, not the
1: Christmas Sunday, Friday, is it? No, it's Easter no, Sunday. No, no not,
5: the, not the fact that it's on a Sunday. All right, oh, I've got a better answer.
1: It's... I've got a better answer for you then. Go on
5: then.
1: Spring Equinox. Don't tell the people who get cross about eggs not having Easter written on them, but Easter is actually conveniently slid into a previously pagan festival, um, which depended upon the Spring Equinox. Can't argue with that. So it's something like the X sunday after the spring equinox, the third Sunday after it, or the first Sunday after it. I don't have the full details, but that is your answer, mate.
5: Is that a round of applause, then?
1: I don't know. T- could you tell Axel?
5: Go on, Axel. chuck on a round of applause.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Axel. Andy's in Hackney. Andy, question or answer?
3: Question, James. How are you, sir?
1: Very well, Andy. What's on your mind?
3: OK. Hear me out. Um, I will. Do you pi- I will. <laughs> Do pigeons have taste buds?
1: What makes you think they might not?
3: Because, right, I'm standing at a bus stop, and I, I, there's a little pigeon next to me. He's found a little morsel on the street. Obviously, it's yeah. a scavenger. Scavenger yeah. for food. And it's picking yeah. away a uh, piece of whatever it is. It's covered in... Obviously, it's on the pavement. It's covered in dirt and crud and fag yeah. ash and all sorts. And if yeah. I put that into my mouth... It wouldn't be very pleasant. So, how does? What pigeons. if you'd
1: only ever eaten crud and 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 dirt and fagash? What if that was your usual diet? Because you were like a, a an urban pigeon, but human.
3: Okay, but if that's the case, right? I can guarantee pigeon if you man. put a. D- if you, put, if you put a discarded cigarette and a piece of bread next to each other, the pigeon will always peck at the bread and not at the, the discarded cigarette. So how does it know? That's some, that's some social life
1: cigarette? you've got going on there, Andy.
3: I'm, I'm, these are the things I think about. <laughs> Do you play again, this with the play, whole family or is it, is
1: it just a solo pursuit? I dare not. <laughs> Do pigeons have taste buds? It's actually quite a good question. Well, you've probably answered it yourself, haven't you? If you, um, if you have done your own experiments with pigeons and, and cigarette filters and little oh, morsels uh, of crust...
3: I'm no expert, so I don't know. All right, I don't well, know.
1: I don't know. I, don't know if, yeah, I can't imagine there's anyone who knows more about it than you do. I will find out. Do pigeons have taste buds? Uh, we need an ornithologist. Uh, I'm probably wrong about the Celts. It's already been pointed out to me, so we'll probably have to have a steward's inquiry on that. I'm definitely not wrong about Easter, but it might not be the spring equinox. It might be the lunar calendar or something, but it's all about the Druids. Um, and... We also need to know why London postcodes are so anomalous. E4, for example, is right up north. Why don't flakes melt? That's according to the caller. I'm not entirely sure that it's true. (laughs) Uh, Caffeine content in coffee and what makes a nut a nut. You are listening to James O'Brien's Mystery Hour. The time is 29 minutes after 12. And Simon Conway is here now with the headline.
0: Mystery Hour on LBC with James O'Brien. Call 0345 6060 973.
1: It is 12.34 Small world, actually One of the people running the marathon for the Stephen Lawrence Charitable Trust uh, I won't embarrass them by telling you which one Just just told me that, it, that they, they have um, already bought tickets For my Christopher Hitchens Memorial Lecture At the Hay-on-Wye Literary Festival Later this year How charming oh, a Lovely opportunity for me to humble brag as well uh, The time now is 12.35 The questions that need answers The flake question is Good The flake question is good it's built It's built on a sound premise. So we need to find out why flakes don't melt. We need to know what, what, why, why we can't have caffeine levels on our coffee. What makes a nut a nut? I'm hearing reports that a cashew nut is not actually a nut. Man. Uh, the anomaly of postcodes. A very good friend of mine, Nick Revel, the stand-up comedian, has just sent me an almost interminable account of why that is. But it, I, I fell asleep halfway through. So um, I'm going to have to wait for someone to ring in and answer that. And we need to know whether pigeons have taste buds. Um, don't ask me why, but we shall... What was the other one? And, and, and we may have a steward's inquiry on, on why we say Celt and Celt in different contexts. Uh, Malik is in South Woodford. Malik, question or answer?
2: Answer, young man.
1: Carry on, Malik. Uh,
2: yeah, the postcodes are basically going alphabetically, James. So... Yes. E1 is not Whitechapel; it's bow. E2 is Bethnal green... Oh, sorry, E1 is Orgate, then you've got Bowl, Bethnal Green, Chingford, therefore it's E4. E5 becomes Homerton, Hackney, and for some fantastic reason, it's basically going alphabetically, not geographically.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, so central areas ending in 1 are not alphabetical, so N1, West 1, East 1, and S1. Actually, we don't have an S1. But, uh, oh. but anyway, the, the, the central areas ending in 1 are not alphabetical, everything else is. Yes. So Camden MW1, Hampstead MW3, Brixton SW2, Tooting SW17. I just slagged off my mate Nick and now I'm reading out his text on the radio. Wimbledon SW19, so it's, al- it's alphabetical allocations rather than geographical. That's right. Qualifications? Used to be a mini-tub controller many moons ago. That'll do. That'll do nicely. Right. right, yeah, right round of from Alec. I can say it to you, but I can't say it to right. um, uh, he, to myself jenna is in harrow jenna question or answer
5: it's a question carry on um why do we have ladies in waiting
1: why do we have ladies in waiting yeah in what 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 do you mean Do you mean what was their purpose back in the day what still is their purpose they're like paid friends for queens and princesses
2: okay
1: and and they help you get dressed and stuff like that I mean they're just, they're they're like imagine a servant who's also a friend but they also serve um,
5: non-royalty like wealthy
1: families as well who? I can't really hear you but I'm sitting in Deptford so I've got no idea whether that's because someone's pressed the wrong button in the studio or whether this is is a rubbish line what did you just say after that bit about royal families?
5: Um,
1: they also serve
2: wealthy families as
1: well they're not called ladies in waiting I thought they were. No, they're just called servants.
2: Okay. I think you've
1: got to be a princess or a... Well, actually, that, no, I think that lady... I think you've got to have a link to the monarch. But do you want the meaning of the words, or do you want a description of what they do?
2: The meaning of the words and where... It was oh, the
1: okay. So, yeah, and so right, I don't why know why they're called...
2: Why...
1: Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm going gonna... get... to... We want to find out why ladies-in-waiting are called ladies-in-waiting. That's what we want to find out. Yeah. Well, you don't sound convinced.
5: No, not really. No. I don't so know, what, I just saw it on Victorian. It just kind of baffled me.
1: Well, it's not baffling why, why women have ladies-in-waiting. I'm not going to argue with you about whether it's just royals. I'm sure you could probably find me a duchess or two who had a lady-in-waiting as well. But the, they're there as a cross between a friend and a servant. That's a matter of fact. But I don't know why they're called ladies-in-waiting. Probably because they spend a lot of time waiting for the for the boss. Mm, perhaps. No?
5: Maybe. I don't know, well, maybe. Well, I, I'm going to leave the
3: question
1: on the board, and, and hopefully someone who rings in will provide you with more satisfaction than I've been able to. Thank you, James.
0: Thank, Thank you, you, Jenna.
1: Mark's in Cardiff. Mark, question or answer? Uh, it's an answer, James. Carry on, Mark. Uh, it's regarding the
5: Cadbury's Flake melted.
1: This This is a, an astonishing moment for me. I took the mickey out of that question, frankly, more than I ordinarily would dare to. I was so convinced it was
5: wrong. You're here to tell me it wasn't. No, no, it's, it's actually true. Um, it's because it's made of dehydrated milk chocolate.
1: Dehydrated milk is used in the chocolate? Yes. Or dehydrated chocolate? No, it's, de- it's made of dehydrated milk chocolate. Yes. But it's the milk... What? It's So it's the... Uh, right, carry on. Well, it, it contains dehydrated milk. Within Does the it contain chocolate dehydrated milk? milk, Mark? Yes. And that normal chocolate does not. Normal chocolate is made with a glass and a half. Well, that's right. So when I try to melt my flake, the dehydrated milk molecules will sort of just shrivel and the sugar will start burning. That's right. It goes harder until the sugar burns. It goes harder and harder until the sugar burns. What are your qualifications, Mark? Um, My uncle used to be a chocolatier. And this came up
5: in conversation, did it? Um, yes it, Yes. and no. Um, oh, why? He left me a book, and I have just looked in the book.
1: Oh, really? You're not really supposed to look stuff up. So let's pretend the last bit of the conversation didn't happen, and we'll just go back to when you were sitting on your uncle's knee, and you asked him why flakes don't melt, and he explained to you all about the dehydrated milk. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. A round of applause for Mark. <clears throat> but which was a brilliant question, and presumably, I don't know whether you... Have Been told this when you're sitting on your uncle's knee. Presumably, you couldn't actually get the flakiness without using the dried milk, like powder or or whatever it is, because you wouldn't, because it would stick together. I don't know. But anyway, it's true, and now you know why. Harry is in Birmingham. Uh, Do you know what Jane Austen said about Birmingham, Harry? No, I don't. She said, I have no great hopes from Birmingham. There's something direful in the sound.
3: Well, she wasn't far wrong, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Question or answer? (laughs) It's a question, James. Go on. Why is the lint from a dryer always a shade of lilac, oh, regardless of... We're
1: going to get one about white pigeon put white dog poo next. They're letting through all the hardy perennials. Is it always <laughs> lilac-y? Oh, mine's a bit. Great, I'm going to actually... now. we haven't got any cameras on, have we? Are the cameras on? Promise me. All right, I'm just going to see if I have any lint in my navel at this moment in time.
3: No, I'm talking about from a dryer. You know, oh, when you sorry. clear out after you put stuff in the dryer, it's always a shade of lilac.
1: I don't know about your driver, I've got a fair old chunk in my belly button at the moment. <laughs> is it light? It's not, what would you say that was, lads? Is that lilac? It's more of a sort of, it's got a lilac-y tinge to it. It's great, and I, I presumably it's got something to do with um, with dyes and washability, but are you sure? I mean, do you own a lot of lilac clothes?
3: No, I'm doing washing now, and I've just put my whites out of the dryer, cleaned and the it lilac. out. And it's, all, it's all lilac it's all a in bit the hurtful. filter.
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. Are you sure lilac is the right word? Because I get my colours a bit mixed up. Are we definitely saying lilac? What else is lilac? Give me an example of a lilac thing.
3: Um, the flowers. It's kind of a light purple.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I just want pe- pe- people, who's, people whose flower-based vocabulary isn't as big as yours. I want them to be able to join in as well.
3: Like a, a paley purple, light, purple uh, a paley
1: pinky purple.
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. go with that.
1: And your lint is always that colour.
3: Always that kind of shade, yeah. Not the That's exact sad. same colour, but
1: no. But there's always a tinge. never comes out blue, yeah. A paley paley purple tinge, and you don't dress exclusively in, in purple clothes. You're not, for example, a Roman emperor.
3: No, unfortunately no. not. No,
1: well, it's, it's overrated. Then. No, no running water. Uh, Harry, well played. I'll get you an answer to that if it kills me. Alex is in Romford. Question or answer, Alex? Uh, Ask
5: question. Carry
1: on.
4: Uh, you know the um, some smells can bring back nostalgic uh, sensations. Proust,
1: particular... like, like Proust's Madeleines. Yes. So that's a taste rather than a smell. For me, there's a particular brand of floor polish that makes me come very close to losing it, because it's the smell of the floor polish outside my old headmaster's study, which we used to stand outside waiting to be beaten to within an inch of our miserable lives.
4: Well, that's quite on par with uh, what my question is. Um, oh. So Some sm- smells bring back horrible fears. One of them is the dentist smell. All dentists seem to smell the same. But i have never know what that smell actually is. You mean the surgery it, but... rather
1: than the individuals?
4: Yeah, well, yeah. Some, some of them. Um, but yeah, the surgery. All, de- all they all smell the same, and there's that fear of being a child being dragged to the dentist by my mother. Um, I was
1: really lucky. I, I never got. I was never really scared of the dentist. But but is it not the the antiseptic smell? Isn't it the pink stuff that you have a swill with and then spit out? Is it definitive? No, it can't be. It's speculative. Ah, uh, then
4: if you could leave it on the board, that'd be amazing. Do you know what I've got in
1: front of me at the moment?
4: Is it my mother calling, telling me... No, no, nothing,
1: like, no nothing like that. She, she, she feels no guilt. I've got, I've got a small lump of belly button fluff and a Cadbury's flake in front of me. Live on the radio. No, no it's wasted. It's wasted on the radio. <laughs> I should get you an answer. Why do all dentists' surgeries smell the same? We can't say with any confidence that all dentists smell the same because most of us will only have ever been able to smell two or three. Professor Hal is here, the Professor of the Public Understanding of Science at the University of Brighton. I hope... Oh, no, we've done the flake question. You must be here for the coffee. Have we got time before the news? Oh, get you. Everyone's a producer these days. I don't know. I'll ask the real producer. Have we got time before the news? Okay. Yeah, apparently Maybe we have, but only because it's you. Do you need Go any on. hints for your lecture? Because I'm not unaccustomed to lecturing. It's not actually a lecture. It's a, it's a conversation with Sarfraz Manzor, the journalist. It's called the Christopher Hitchens Memorial Lecture, but, but I'm not actually giving a lecture. I do lectures every day on the radio. I'm going to have a conversation. Anyway, you're using up all the time that I've given you. What, 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 what's going
4: on with the caffeine and the coffee? One of my favourite things is natural products and the caffeine and the um, alcohol. Caffeine is one of a class of natural products, nicotine, atropine, morphine, etc. And we're not comparing apples with apples. Because um, alcohol is a product of fermentation or brewing. And when it reaches a maximum of 10%, the yeast gets killed by the alcohol. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, so from that point on, you have to distill something to get it um, ever more uh, alcoholic. And therefore, it's in the um, distiller's uh, purview to do that. Right. With caffeine, you can't do that. You can't um, distill coffee. Because, oh, um, so it's just naturally enough... occurring. Yes. So it's more or less the same, varying with small amounts by what um, coffee beans you're using. But you're oh. with it. So when, you, when you have two um, espressos, it's just two lots of caffeine when you have more alcohol, it's, it's kind of the same thing but you don't get the varying amounts of caffeine
1: and, and the, d- the difference between different brands you, perhaps you're having an Arabica or a Blue Mountain or something like that yeah, the difference...
4: Arabica and Robusta are the two types of bean and they vary slightly in the caffeine amount but they vary but so slightly that there'd be no point labelling it no, it, it's, it's more or less a constant um, yeah.
1: qualifications?
4: Um, I'm really delighted to be the pub, uh, ch- I've got the chair in public understanding of science at the University of Brighton and, and you drink a lot of coffee I do, actually.
1: I was just thinking that. Yeah. There you go. Well played, Professor Howe. It's 12.46.
0: Mystery Hour on LBC with James O'Brien. Call 0345
1: 973. Still talking about belly button fluff here. Um, if you are just tuning in, I'm not going to tell you why. I, I, I'll just leave you with that very odd thought. You're listening to Mystery Hour. We meet James O'Brien on LBC, where we still need a couple of answers, um, and there might even be room... For a question or, or two, um, some that still need answers include: Why do all dentist surgeries still smell the same? Why is the lint in your tumble dryer always always has a purplish or a lilac hue? There must be an answer for that. Do pigeons have taste buds? And what makes a nut a nut? Ben is in Farnham. Ben, question or answer?
5: Question, please, James. Carry on, Ben. Okay, where the bubbles come from when he boiled water? If you get oh, a pan blimey. of water. And you boil yeah.
2: it where's the air coming from because it's not
1: in there to begin with that's a really good question that's the kind of question we used to get on mystery out before it all went a little bit kind of low rent and, and shallow <laughs> uh, that I mean that's why Professor Howell is a feature of mystery because he would usually ring in he can't now he's used up his, 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 his token
5: mm.
1: I like it um why where do, where do the bubbles come from Yeah, because there must be something in them. Mustn't there? Uh
2: Well, water's obviously
1: made of hydrogen and oxygen, but yeah, but does some of that get translated into gas as opposed to well, steam comes off. That's not a gas. I like that. Yeah, where do the bubbles come from when you boil a pan of water? Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three is the number that you need. Um, and I've got finals free. If you can answer any of these, I don't really think we're going to be able to get, get on if you know some answers. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three is the number that you need. Um, Don is in yeovil don question or answer
5: um answer please james carry on don um the dentist question oh yeah what does, it, what does it smell of it smells of oil of clothes are you sure absolutely certain being a dentist of 37 summers um tells me that the smell is it's because we use temporary fedding material which is a mixture of zinc oxide and some on eugenol. And in the eugenol, is oil, oil of cloves, And it's an oh. all-pervading smell, which makes every dentist smell the same. The good news is, if you've done the job for 37 years, you don't smell it anymore.
1: But everyone else does.
5: Everybody else does.
1: It's not an unpleasant aroma. It's just a little clinical, a little surgical.
5: It is. And to be honest, we're actually using it less and less now than we ever used to. So give, come back in 10 years, it might not smell of the dentist anymore.
1: You, do you know what you've earned yourself, Don? Don the dentist. <laughs> I mean, d- do your mates call you the dentist?
5: Do you know, th- I, I, Don the Dentist is quite a regular thing. I'm also known as Hannibal Lecter to some of my less pleasant friends.
1: <laughs> Give him a round of applause, actually. <laughs> Great work, Don. Um, Steve is in uh, the, oh, I've got to apologise to Joe he's tweeted me he's furious not really uh, the flake question was really good I'm sorry for taking the mickey Joe I've already apologised on Twitter what do you think this is, this is, this is exercising flagellation um, and also there was another tweet that came in that said it's been I'll, I'll find it for you and then I shall tell you before close of play today. Steve is in East Grinstead. Steve, question or answer? I
0: have an answer, James, and it's Carry the on. date of Easter
1: Sunday. Well, I kind of did it. You did, so you did. Well, Easter yeah.
0: Sunday, yes, it is after the spring equinox. But the reason it changes is yeah. because it was set by the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. Of course, yes. So There's
4: authority that it will. They, they, well,
1: they were responsible for the Nicene Creed, of course, which is were, um, still in very you popular usage. Say every Sunday. So. Yeah, absolutely, brother. <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, so it's the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. So, Qualifications? Um, I'm no, an astronomer it. and run an astronomy group in my town of East Grinstead.
1: You run a what in East Grinstead?
0: An, an astronomy group in my town.
1: A lo- there's a lot of cults in East Grinstead, isn't
0: there? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Great place You're to
1: not this. one of them. When you say so, you run an astronomy group, you're not no, actually a kind of high priest no, of stevism. No, we Steve-ism. It, not fiction. No, fact, not fiction. Well, you're listening to the right programme. Round round of applause for Steve, great work. I'd already got that, but I like Steve's style. I like astronomers. Um, Here you go, this is from Adam. It's been 644 days since the referendum, and I'm still yet to hear a single genuinely positive reason to leave the European Union. You've been covering this a lot, I gather, and I thought you may know of one in case I'd missed it. Thanks in advance. Adam, mate, it's Mystery Hour, not Magic Hour. Luigi is in Windsor. Luigi, question or answer?
2: Answer, hello, how are you?
1: I, I'm pretty good, Luigi. How are you?
2: <laughs> very good, very good. What, what, what have you got uh, for me? About the ladies, ladies-in-waiting.
1: Ladies-in-waiting?
2: Uh, yeah, the reason is because most of the ladies at the time were single ladies and noble ladies as well. But, so all you the were single ladies? Right, uh, you were quite right. Actually, they were a friend, and a cross between a friend and a servant. The reason is uh, ladies went to go to court Find a suitable husband. So they were waiting for a husband? Exactly, or a lover.
1: And the name stuck, uh, the name stuck even after they got married. They were still called ladies in waiting, even though some of them are married.
2: Exactly, yes, yes. And some of them were already married and were as ladies in waiting because they were the mistresses of somebody important in the court.
1: Indeed, they were. And this is true. I mean, is it called that in other languages? Do we know? The Spanish Uh, court? The French um, court that...
2: Yes, 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 indeed, in Spanish as
1: well. What are your qualifications? Uh,
2: um, I like history. I'm a farrier, actually, but I'm a, a... a lover of
5: history.
1: And well, that'll do for me. A lover of history, <laughs> Luigi. Great work. Grazie mille, Luigi. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you don't have to laugh. I'm trying to try to get the European Union back together, mate. Terry's in Croydon. Terry, question or answer?
2: Uh, it's an answer.
1: Carry on, Terry. The oh, nuts. Um, oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all Just... <laughs> nuts are seeds. Hang on. It's, it's hard all nuts are seeds. In your not
1: own time, Terry. Do you want to put your teeth in and start again?
2: <laughs> all Go nuts on. are seeds. Yeah. So not all seeds are nuts. It's the way that the fruit presents the, uh, the item, the not all yeah? If yeah. you get a single uh, presentation that's not coming out of a fruit, that's a nut. So the classic one is a hazelnut. Yes. Right, if you've got a pip... Or so the fruit
1: and the seed are both in the shell.
2: That's it. That, no, 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 no that's, for, that's for a seed.
1: No, because so, so no, the no, seed cashew. wouldn't have the fruit in the cell, the food in the cell, in the, in the shell. Well
2: all, well, all nuts have got food in it for the...
1: Yeah, that's why they're nuts, not seeds.
2: No, but seeds will also have some of the food in, in, in the, the kernel as well.
1: But they won't be in a shell.
2: In a different way.
1: But they won't be in a shell.
2: Well, they are. Oh, because man. Brazil nuts.
1: All right, yeah. start again. Brazil
2: nuts are seeds.
1: Are they? They're if not you know,
2: nuts. If you ever look at a pod of Brazil nuts, yeah, they're seeds. Because they're, yeah. not, because they're presented in that way. They, they're loosely called a tree nut. Like a tree nut and a, a peanut's
1: called a ground nut.
2: Peanut
1: is a legume. Don't get me started on that. You've got a problem with legumes. (laughs)
2: Well,
1: they're they're
2: not nut. Fair enough. It's not a nut. No, no, it's not.
1: It's like a tomato. (laughs) (laughs) This is serious. You think I'm not taking this seriously?
2: A tomato has seeds in it, doesn't it? That presents the fruit and the seed together.
1: Yeah, but it's not in a shell.
2: But it's not in a shell.
1: It's not in a shell, Tell.
2: Usually a shell is is present, but um, what I'm saying is a seed Can also be in
1: a shell, which is what the Brazil nut is. You're on. Got you. Qualifications? Qualifications. I
2: just just like odd facts
1: about food, really. Nuts in particular or all foods? No,
2: no, no, no,
1: all food. All right, round of applause for Terry, please. All All nuts are seeds, but not all seeds are nuts, okay? In the same way that all racists are Brexiters, but not all Brexiters are racists. Nancy's in stains. Nancy, question or answer? Answer. Carry on, Nancy.
2: Um, This is the answer to the oxygen bubbles. Um, Where do
1: the bubbles come from when you boil a pan of water?
2: When you boil water, water is hydrogen and oxygen. It's the oxygen molecules when they get hot because heat rises.
1: Yeah. So the bubbles coming out of the water are pure oxygen?
2: Yes. Until they reach the air when other molecules mix with them. Qualifications? Um, I studied science in school.
1: I studied science at school, mate. I... Barely know what day it is. Are you sure that the bubbles coming up through the water are pure oxygen?
2: Yes, I am sure.
1: I'm going to give you a round of applause because I like your confidence. <laughs> well played, Nancy. If you're yanking my chain, I don't mind. I'm breaking up for a week in a minute, so I'm feeling rather cheerful. Uh, PK is in Tottenham. PK, last one to you. Question or answer?
5: Oh, Jebs, it's, uh, it's an answer, please.
1: Uh, wh- which one would you like to answer, PK?
5: Uh, but you need to turn um, your radio
1: off, friend. You need to turn your radio off. There's a reason. Oh, yes, we've blown so, it. Yes. I can't do it. No. So uh, we're. we Um. Do pigeons have taste buds? Yes or no?
5: Yes, please.
1: They do. Round of applause. <laughs> That's it from me for another day. As I just uh, hinted, I'm not here tomorrow. Magid will be standing in for me, and I'm not here next week either. I'm not quite sure who is standing in for me. Um, current form is anything to go by. Probably Genghis Khan. I will be back with you a week on Monday. Try not to miss me too much. The next voice you will hear on LBC belongs to Sheila Fogarty. Thank you.